Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All Music Radio, Washington, D.C. Your host, Mike Fortin, coming to you live from the ancient capital. Hey, we're going to talk about how COVID has affected church musicians in terms of what's positive affecting you. I haven't played since March of last year. Which means I ain't made no money playing since March of last year, but it is what it is. But I have been doing it for over 50 years, so you know, at some point in time, I guess you gotta retire. Uh, I've been thinking about it, but uh, maybe perhaps the pandemic made a decision for me. Although I am redirecting my music in a different way, so it's not like I'm stopped playing altogether. On All Music Radio Washington, D.C., we're gonna bring some information. Regarding the same thing after this message. Ain't no smiling. From all music radio. On all music radio Washington DC. Alright, you gonna bring some information in terms of what other musicians have got to say about it. Here we go. Here we go. On all music radio. The musicians call. How COVID 19 is affecting you and yours on all music radio Washington, D.C. Come on. Check one, two. Hey man, God bless you, everyone. Checking in on my church musicians. I'm gonna do a quick question and answer session. Real quick, I wanna know how COVID 19 is affecting our church musicians out there. God bless you, everyone. Amen. God bless you, everyone. I'm gonna give everybody a few minutes to tune in. I want to know how is COVID-19 affecting all of our church musicians out there. Forgive me, it's not too bright in my room. God bless you, everyone who is coming in. I want to know today, how is COVID-19 affecting all of our musicians? God bless you, everyone. My name is Casper Quarter, Senior Pastor of the Proceeding Word Fellowship. Church and the owner and the founder of PreachAndPlay.com, where we are developing ministers, we're developing musicians, and we are developing media team. And one question that I want to ask and talk to you real quickly today, I want to ask you, how is COVID-19 affecting you? How is it affecting your ministry? And how is it affecting your musicianship specifically? How is it affecting you? Are you okay? Are you safe? How is it affecting the church that you attend? Um, Are you guys having church or you not having church? Also, if you are having church, how is it affecting you? Um, I've I've seen a need that I want to talk about today. So everybody, real quick, I promise you, I won't be here probably 15, 20 minutes, I hope. Unless you guys have a lot of questions and we have a lot of engagement, but I'm not trying to be on here long today. God bless you, everyone. Today, we're going to be asking the question, how is COVID-19 affecting you? Amen. Uh, How is it affecting you? How is it affecting your church, your ministry? And how is it affecting you personally, your musicianship? Amen. We're going to talk about that on today. 
go ahead and check in by saying hello. Let me know that you're here. And I'll stop the music and we'll get this thing started. Amen. God bless you, everyone. Hopefully you guys can see me. Amen. God bless you, everybody, on today. Talking to our musicians real quick on today. Today, one more time, we're going to answer the question, how is, I'm asking the question to you, and I want to know, how is COVID-19 affecting you? How is COVID-19 affecting your church, the church that you play for? And I want to know, how is COVID-19 affecting your musicianship, amen? We're going to talk about that real quickly, and then we're going to get off of here, amen? not going to be on here long today. Let me go ahead and kill the music. All right, God bless you, everybody. Hope everybody is well today. Today is Saturday, um, August the 29th, 2020. Amen. And today I was just laying here thinking, and I was speaking to one of my brothers earlier, and um, we was talking about musicians and and I, and, I, and I see a couple of things going on that I didn't think about until now. And I said, you know what? I'm going to reach out to the preach and play community to see how everybody is doing, to see how um, their church is doing. Um, right now, I'm in New York. And New York, um, when COVID-19 first started, New York was a major hotbed, a major hot spot for COVID-19 and one of my music students God bless you sis wherever you are if you're watching one of my music students who happens to be in New Jersey she told me that she lost her church's bass player and she lost two other choir members excuse me my contacts are dry everyone I had a long day at work today I hope you guys forgive me but I'm going to put some solution in my eye much better so she told me she lost two choir members all right that's in jersey and i'm in new york right now and uh they're making us you know i've been tested for covid19 three times since i've been here right and not everybody has the access to testing that i do not everybody has been tested once this has been my fourth time being tested and I have four negative tests, praise God. But for you, um, answer the question, how many, to my musicians, check in real quick, um, say hello, let me know you're watching and I wanna ask the question. First, the first question I wanna ask, um, is your church asking that you take a pay cut? How do you musicians feel about taking a pay cut? <laughs> Let's get to a juicy question. How how do you musicians feel taking a pay cut? Would 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 you musicians who are getting paid would you take a pay cut because the church can't afford it? I know many musicians really rely on their income from the church right um there was a season in my 20s to where i was kind of a i was kind of an in-demand music musician in the sense and what i did i would give away a lot of my time but then i found out people always wanted favors and i would spend my gas and i would you know uh, use my money and they would give a love offering and I'd be like man where's the love <laughs> right I can remember those days and in my 20s man when most of the time when you're when you're in your 20s you're broke <laughs> so man in my 20s um I greatly depended on my my musicianship that's how I supplemented my income and then in my 30s I got to the point to where getting paid wasn't that important anymore so i began to take the the little income that i made and then i would give it to my musicians right and i did that because the church i was playing for at that time we were trying to build something so i made the sacrifice now now i'm in my 40s i don't want to get paid at all um 
I don't want to get paid at all. And so um, everybody has their different reasons because of all the different seasons that we're in. And so we're not going to condemn anyone who gets paid today. We're not going to condemn anybody who isn't. This isn't about getting paid or not getting paid. And if you have questions about that, I will, you know, address your questions about, you know, should musicians get paid, et cetera, et cetera, if y'all want to go there. But I want to know, um, has anybody been asked to make that sacrifice? Is there any musicians that are watching today that have been asked to, hey, man, um, can you guys take a pay cut or, you know, do would y'all mind donating your services, right? Because, um... We're in a time, everybody. The Lord gave me a thought earlier, but I'm trying my hardest to remember it because there was a certain way that it came to my mind. And I don't want to say it until I can say it that way. Um, um, Genesis, it's coming back to me. In Genesis, when, when, when God created everything, watch this. When God created everything in, in Genesis chapter 1. When God created everything in, in, in chapter 1, that was the creation, right? But then there was a season to where the Word of God says in Genesis maybe chapter 6 around Noah, how every imagination of the, and thought and intent basically of mankind was only evil continually. And so what God did in that season he uncreated <laughs> he uncreated and so god did something that affected the whole wide world right and so now we're in 2020 and in in 2020 i personally believe the majority of the world is so much more better off than previous generations right there's prosperity, but it seems like we're going through an unprosperity season, just like God sent, God kind of uncreated. God is unprospering America, unprospering the world. This pandemic, it's affecting the world globally. The Black Lives Matter movement is going global. Um, there, there is all this uproar that is touching the entire earth. And because it's, inter it's touching the entire earth, you know what else it's touching? It's touching the church, right? It's touching the church. And so as I just kind of think about these things, I'm wondering how many musicians out there are also being affected. The musician that may be young and gifted trying to find themselves and they're using their musicianship to supplement their income or you know um there's the pastor that's trying to start a church and there's only a few people there's only so many resources you can't afford to pay a musician and not every church is as fortunate as I am. They're very fortunate to have me, but man, I'm not fortunate because that's doubly duty for me. And so you can kind of see my thought process about how I'm thinking about how this pandemic is affecting the entire world. It's affecting the church. And I want to talk to my musicians. Are there any any musicians that may be watching on today that are being affected? If you're being affected, talk to me. How are you musicians being affected by the pandemic? Um, how are you personally being affected by COVID-19? Um, and if your pastor asked you to take a pay cut, would you? Um, I personally, in this season, I am a pastor that believes it's permissible and it's okay to 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 pay a musician, give them an honorarium, whatever you want to say. 
I find no fault biblically with doing that. I find zero fault biblically. Um, but I also find even less fault deferring payment in service unto God. Um, so neither are wrong. And I actually think both can be necessary. Just depends on the reason and it just depends on the season. Um, there was a time in my life in my 20s where my former pastor, Bishop Andrew J. Valentine, when he retired, um, he made whatever he made a week. And and I was playing for my pastor's church, but I played for two others. And I believe for a season, I might have been making more than him weekly. And I was just a musician. And so I understand the hit that musicians can can take um, because the church becomes their occupation the work of the church the inkeeping of the church the, the leading of worship and quite honestly let's just think about it like this let's get outside of um, worshiping God for a second in the 90's in the early 2000's and still today when we when we think about church and when we think about where all the people are going most of the time most of the time people are flocking to where the music ministry is jumping and you know you want to know what the uh what the centerpiece of that with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That is. It's not just great voices. It's great musicianship. And so um, musicians are important for the brand, for the business, and for the marketing of the church. Because, you know, it. music is soothing. Music is a universal language. Music is something that regardless to your ethnicity or anything... You know good music and music can touch you right so music has an awesome way like sunlight to creep through cracks and crevices and in in some senses of the word i'm still a firm believer that there are some messages that are that are easier to del- to deliver and some messages that are easier to receive through music that's not to replace the preaching that's not to replace gospel but the right kind of music can get through because your guard isn't up sometimes when people walk through the doors of the church their guard is up um for instance some gay people may go into a church and might not feel comfortable right and so their guard may be up but you know what can touch them if they think the preacher don't like them or if they think the people are judging them or whatever that music right so music is a very 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 important aspect of ministry and so um i know many churches right now are being touched because the whole world is being touched by everything that is happening so I don't think I have many people watching right now, so I may end this because I said I wasn't going to be on here long, and I may end this and just wait for the replies, but talk to me. How is the things that are happening in this world, how is it affecting you personally, you as a musician? Are you a musician that gets paid, that gets an honorarium or whatever? 
And are you depending on those finances? And is your church taking a hit financially and you're being affected by it? Talk to me. I'm curious to see and to hear different stories of musicians just to see what's happening. Because, again, I know the importance and I know the value, but I know it now from both aspects. I know it from church leadership and I know it from church servant, from from church stewardship. Um, I have one one um, one comment. God bless you. Grow solely to pee. I don't know how you say that. Excuse me. I'm assuming it's French. But he says I have not done a live performance since February. How do we not slack behind like you? I also work outside the church, so my main income does not come from the church. Have gotten paid. Um, I don't know if you're saying you have got paid or you haven't got paid. Um, but let me see if I can understand and, and answer your question. First of all, God bless you and thank you for your comment, my friend. Um, you said you have not done a live performance since February. Okay, so... Um, I can understand that. And then the next thing you said, how do you not slack behind? Well, the first thing I personally think, my friend, is stewardship. Think about it like this. Um, you know, one more, one more, um, one more um, area that has also got touched, the NBA. But the thing that I like about the NBA, I'm an NBA basketball fan. And the thing I like about the NBA, when the NBA um, – was when the NBA was down. When they came back, you know what? LeBron James was ready. Um, what Russell Westbrook looked like he was ready. There are many athletes that look like they never took any time off because you know why? They understand one thing. I understand you have not gotten paid. I thought that's what you were saying. Um, and I want to talk about that real quick. I want to tell you something about that, too. And are you from France? Where are you from? Are you from France or Africa? I'm trying to figure out where you're from. But but um, professionals like you and professionals like me and professionals like the NBA players, we need to remember something. Professional athletes prepare in the off season. And so to preface the first part of your statement, how you not slack behind is to treat your quarantine time, your private time as preparation. David learned how to be king when he was in isolation on the backside of the mountain, when nobody knew him when he was isolated right and it, when he was out there isolated um dealing with the sheep that is what prepared him to shepherd over god's people and so in the exact same way i personally believe you're from haiti okay i personally believe that one aspect of this season just one so you're in haiti wow and this is affecting haiti well god bless you my my friend, I love you. Um, take care over there, man. Take care. But I believe one aspect of this season is 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 to see um, is to, one aspect of this season is to is is to um, faithfulness. Let me put it like that: being found faithful. Some, there's two aspects. Let me stop talking about musicians real quick and let me give a pastor installation. There are pastors like me that have small churches, small congregations, but big bills, right? I have a personal mortgage and I do not take a dime from my church, not one. Matter of fact, I'm the biggest giver so we can survive. Um, and so I work outside the church so my bills can be paid and I can do what I feel called to do. But um, um, as a pastor with uh, less than 10 consistent people, one problem that I have is that everything's on me. I have to preach. I have to play. 
I got to clean, right? I got to do all these things. And I thank God for Brother Greg, who was at the church today, handling some business. My wife handling some business. But there are so many other people in our city and town, and and it's and it's hard to get the people there, especially now in a pandemic. So the small churches are being affected, which also affects our finances. If I can't market to my community, if I can't get people to come, if I can't even get people to watch my live streams and consider to sow a donation, that affects me. And my bills, you know, are, I don't even mind telling you, it's public record. Our church lease is $750 a month. We have internet so that we can stream. We have lights, water, insurance. You know, we have about $2,500 a month going out. And we're less than 10 people. As a matter of fact, we're probably around seven. And less than half of that gives significantly enough for us to survive. That's a, the typical small church. A lot of times, small churches is on pastors, so the pastor struggles. But then a musician comes in, and then the past, then a musician wants to wants a salary, or wants a payment, or wants something. When a church is barely surviving, right? These are small church problems in a pandemic. But then you got big church problems where they got the numbers, right? They got the numbers. They're a bigger church, and then they got ten thousand dollar a month lease or or mortgage or whatever they have five thousand dollar a month lease many more bills much bigger insurance many more employees of the church they got the same problems just on a bigger level and they have that in a pandemic i'm learning it doesn't really matter the level that you're on you got to be faithful at that level because if the lord blesses me with a thousand dollars a month i gotta learn how to tithe and give and sacrifice off that thousand i gotta learn how to live off 800 not the thousand at that level if i make ten thousand dollars a month i have to learn how to live on that the point i'm trying to make i see the big preachers struggling because they're not used to preaching without a crowd I see the small preachers struggling because we really can't even get a crowd. So we go hit the streets. Me and Brother Greg, we've been hitting the streets, man. And all I'm saying is in this season, I see a lot of struggles. But one thing that we all have to do so that we don't fall behind, man, we got to man, be found faithful. We have to understand stewardship because LeBron James is a good steward of his body. He prepares in the off season so that he can be ready in season, right? It's the exact same way, my brother from Haiti. So one way, one way you don't slack behind, man. Understand two points, and then I'm going to continue to move forward. You got to understand the difference between practice, rehearsal, and worship. When you practice, you are working on the skills that you aren't good at. Work on your left hand chords in that season. Play in keys that you're not used to. Play in time signatures. Learn how to read sheet music. Do something to add to yourself a skill that you didn't have before. If you're not doing that, you're not practicing, you're rehearsing. When you sit down at the piano and you're playing songs that you can already play in keys you can already um, play in, you're going to fall behind because all you're doing is just staying status quo because you're just rehearsing you rehearse to perform you rehearse to minister you rehearse to iron out the wrinkles of what you can already do right so if you don't want to fall behind learn how to prioritize practice time in addition to your your worship preparation time which is rehearsing to go over what you're going to perform and then also, you have to dedicate your own personal worship. I kind of, uh, before I got here in New York, I was at home all week. I chose seven days to come, seven to five, five to seven days to come on YouTube, man. And man, I was on YouTube every night, man, about three hours. 
all I was just doing was publicly worshiping. Just, just man, I didn't even have a plan. I sat down, man, and the videos are right here on YouTube. I sat down, man, I just played. I just played whatever dropped, jumped up in my spirit. I just talked. I just, I just allowed creativity to flow, right? And so that's what I did so that I don't fall behind. And it's so difficult when you have to study and you have to understand the word. People got questions, so there's Bible study. I got to prepare for Bible study. I got to make sure I'm current on music, know what key it's in, know know how to play the songs, man. It, it's, it can be overwhelming, especially when you work as well. So, man, um, the second part of your point, you said, um, and this is something I want to deal with, um, um, you also work outside of the church. That is good. Um, Jesus worked outside of the church. Paul worked outside of the church. Um, Barnabas, um, everybody worked outside of the church. It's mainly in the Old Testament that we see people leaving their jobs, the Levites, and uh, Nehemiah maybe around 13 or 15. But uh, one day I may talk about, um, um, uh, I think it's uh, Nehemiah uh, got on to it. Eliashib, <laughs> I think that's how you say his name, man. He got on to him because he was tripping because all the musicians and stuff, they left the church and they went back to their jobs. And man, Prophet Nehemiah, man, he went off, right? So, but that's another story. But um, um, working a job outside of the church is good. It's good. And, 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 and let me play, let me play, let me just say something like this real quickly. Hang on, I need to get my water. Oh, let me say this real quick um i i personally believe this god gives seed to the sower right god gives seed to the sower hang on i'm getting a message hang on i'll hit him back in a minute because i won't be much longer God gives seed to the sower. When I take my time and I am I am working and I'm taking my seed and I'm pouring it back into God, that shows one level of faith because that takes so much greater stewardship than spending all your time to do music and then you're receiving from the church and then you're giving that back if you even tithe I personally believe working outside of the church is so good because it develops character it develops a deeper sense of stewardship because you still have to prepare for church on top of work on top of having a family on top of other responsibilities and so, in, in, in one sense, it keeps you dedicated. It keeps you focused. It can keep some people out of trouble. Um, I'm a fan of that. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Because I understand a principle that I'm not going to talk about too much today. Because I don't want to run people off. I really don't. I have a way of just saying stuff and people don't want to hear it. Um, so I'm going to be nice today. But there's something called a hireling. All right. John 10. I think it is. Hang on, let me see if I'm right. Give me a second. I think it's John 10, 10. It talks about, I hit the wrong button. Hang on, here I come. Just give me a second. I think John 10 talks about a hireling. And it talks about a hireling from a, from a perspective that I want to speak about now in, 
in no way am I advocating that people should not get honorarium paid or or even being a church musician being their sole source of income that's not what I'm saying at all I'm not saying that at all but I'm only trying to make the case um, most of the people in the Bible work jobs and so if you're not in a situation where the church can be your primary source of income be encouraged because God knows and this may be your test it may just be for a season who knows but you know, check your heart, make sure that you are um, following God and wherever he has you, learn to be content there until he elevates you and gives you the desires of your heart, which I've seen him do. He will give you the desires of your heart. And if you desire to come off that, come off that job, God will do it. God will reward you. He will bless you. Now, now let, me, let me put this on the screen real quick because I want to pull out a point real quick. Uh, how do I do it? Do it like this. Watch this. It says, The thief come not but to steal, kill, and destroy. I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it abundantly. Christ says that the enemy, Satan, uh, not just Satan, but thieves and robbers, people that tried to um, get through the door, right? Jesus gave this analogy where Jesus is the door, um, Jesus is the door of the sheep. People that came before were thieves and robbers, and the sheep didn't hear them. Jesus said, He's the door, and if you want to go through the door, you got to go through Him. He said, Now the thief only comes to steal, watch that, kill, and destroy. I am come that they might have life, and that they may have it abundantly. Now, watch this. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is a hireling and not the shepherd whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth because he is a hireling and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. As the father knoweth me, even so I know the father and lay down my life for the sheep. Now, here's the point that I'm trying to make about. Um, hang on, let me put the camera back on the screen. Here's the point that I'm trying to make, everyone. The good shepherd um, is Christ, and Christ said that he is the good shepherd and not a hireling. And in verse um, 13, he said the hireling flees because he's a hireling. A hireling doesn't care for the sheep. Here's the difference between a, between a church musician and a hireling. A church musician is invested in their local ministry. If they weren't playing, they would give. They would do what that local congregation needed them to do. Why? Because they care for that local congregation and because they're not just a hireling. The hireling sees trouble coming and they flee for self-preservation. Many musicians, I've known musicians who are already making 500 a week and they leave that good church to go make 700 or make 550 or when you're a hireling and not invested, it's real easy for you to go from church to church or for you to run or for you to not stay there when trouble comes because you're a hireling. Right. And so that's one aspect of this thing where as we as church musicians, we have to ask ourselves, how deeply committed are we to the cause of Christ in our local congregation? Am I only here to get paid or am I here to invest my gift back and I receive an honorarium too? You got to really mean it. Don't just say it because it sounds like the right thing. Either it is or it ain't. 
here's the good thing. If you, if you are even there because you really need the money, but this is your church, you're, you, you are dedicated to the move of God in that location and you just don't only want to be a hireling, you, you don't only want to show up for a paycheck, if you are more than a hireling, because Christ is the good shepherd, the word of God says, and this is the word of encouragement right here. Let me go back to it. Verse 14. Put the Bible back on the screen. Hang on. Um, hang on. Switch between windows. Watch this. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. Here's something that we need to remember. The Lord knows all your sacrifices. He knows you. So if he knows you and he knows what you're going through, if he knows your labor of love, the word of God says that you can't set those that sacrifice houses, people, whatever in this life shall in this life receive. Right. Um, the Lord knows your struggle. Another scripture talks about how the Lord knows how to save the godly out of trouble. I believe that's in one of them Peters. I can't quote exactly where it is right now, but the Lord knows those that are his and knows how to deliver them out of trouble. He knows how to do that. So we have to remember so we don't f fall behind financially. We have to learn how to follow God's principles. Now, I don't like preaching about money too much because people always think we preachers every time we mention money. Make sure my battery ain't about to die. Yeah. Every time we mention money, we want something. No, we just want our lights on at the church. At least I do. You know what I'm saying? I had a good car before I passed to the church. I don't want y'all's money. So it's like every time a preacher talks about money, they think a preacher wants something. No, it takes money to do kingdom. Jesus had a treasurer. It takes money to do what we do. So I, I've kind of shied away from, from, from preaching it for a season. I'm going to talk about it more. But I just, you know, I, I, want, I want deacons and I want more people to bring that up. And not just me, because once I start talking about it, people are going to start rolling their eyes because people don't have faith. Watch this. Imagine the world. And I'm going to get back to my point. Imagine the world as a woman. Let me not use a woman as a man that has been scarred by many women. And now another woman has come and she's a good woman, but she got to pay for the she got to pay the price for every woman that came before her. In the same way, I felt like a pastor because y'all seen these other pastors on TV lying, stealing money, deacons or ch preachers in your city stealing money. And here comes another preacher and you think I'm going to do it? That's like that's like somebody white calling me the N-word, beating me up or something, and now I'm calling all white people racist. Dude, that ain't even fair to all white people, nor is it the truth. All men ain't dogs. All white people ain't racist. All police ain't bad. All preachers ain't corrupt. Right? So, um, um, that's just kind of my, my, my uh, uh, what's the word? My soapbox on that topic. But, um, yeah, man. Um, how can you not fall behind? Okay? You said you haven't got paid since, since February. Um, here, oh, you're in the States. Oh, praise the Lord. Um, here's one thing you can do, man. One, one thing you have to learn how to do is put God first. I honestly believe if I did not put God first, I wouldn't be doing what I do. I wouldn't be where I am in life. I wouldn't have what I have if I didn't learn to put him first. God is, watch this. We have to remember this. God is a God of covenant. Everything that he does, it's about covenant. That's why he gave us his word. God is a God of covenant. He is a covenant keeper. Those who keep covenant receive the covenant promises, right? And so 
we have to learn how to um, position ourselves in God's favor. There's something that called grace that God gives everybody. The Bible says in uh, somewhere around, um, somewhere I believe around, and I probably be wrong. I don't want to quote the scripture because I want to say something, but I'm probably wrong. But it's but it but it, it says that um, it said basically God makes it rain on the just and the unjust. I don't care if you're wrong, you get God's grace. I don't care if you're good, you get God's grace. I don't care if you're good. You get Corona. I don't care if you bad. You get Corona. God makes it rain on the just and the unjust. God is an equal opportunity employer. But my friends, when you get the favor of God, then my friend, you won't fall behind. Hank on this is my wife. Hey, baby, I'm doing a, a YouTube video. You good? Yeah, I hit you right back. Uh, so, um. When we learn to get into the favor of God, um, God positions us where he can trust us. There was a time, you guys, right now I'm in New York and I'm in New York working. And, and, and trust me, if y'all know me, I don't even like telling folk because people be thinking you name dropping. I ain't name dropping. I'm only trying to make an illustration. Today, if you were watching tennis and you was watching the... Um, if you was watching uh, uh, Djokovic and uh, and um, how you say his name, R A whatever his, whatever his name was, and the doubles matches before that, and you know, and if the other day I was mixing Naomi Osaka, I've been mixing U.S. Open tennis, and it's like the Word of God says that your gift will make room for you and place you before great men and it's like not only did my gift position me to where I got an awesome wife um, awesome friends awesome job awesome God, God is just proving himself but there was a season he could not trust me with this there are many people, for example, that 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 um, go to the NBA. They get all this money, and it destroys them. They got all the women that they could have, all the drugs that they can want, the cars, and this. And it's like God, who Jesus, who they start off right, but they end up wrong because they're exposed too quickly. Their gift has taken them somewhere that the character can't keep them right. But because I suffered, because I was faithful in my storm, I believe that my, the faithfulness in my downtime is is why I'm here. The Lord caused me to be positioned to meet this person or that person. Psalms 23 says, let, let me show you something, Psalms 23, and I'm trying to minister to all of my friends who haven't got paid in a while. I'm someone, I'm someone right now, I pass the church. I This is my first job since March. I hadn't worked in five months and all our bills have been paid. Only the favor of God, only the favor of God could position me to make it through a drought. Only God can do it. And I just, uh, just full disclosure, I just had a meeting with the church the other day that said, hey, the, you know, we need some money. We got some church bills, and for the first time, I can't cover it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but God graced me through it all. So how can you not get behind? You have to understand by faith a few things. Let me show you something about Psalms 23 that might encourage you, and it reminds me. Here's the first thing. And this is difficult to, to preach in this season. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to show you why. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The logical mind would say, well, I'm in want. Does that mean the Lord is not my shepherd? <laughs> That's like the logical mind and how they would go the wrong direction with that. But no, this is a statement of, of affirmation about who he is. 
in your times of desperation, in your times of of um, isolation, in your times of disconsolation, you have to remember John 10 said that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Christ come that I may have, lo- have life. He is the good shepherd. He is not a hireling. He is not going to run when I'm in trouble. Though the Lord slay me, yet will I trust him. All the appointed days, I will wait upon him. Why? Because the Lord is my shepherd. Therefore, I shall not want. You got to remind yourself, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He didn't make me to lie down in the streets homeless. He didn't make me to lie down broke, busted, and disgusted. He didn't uh, make me to, 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 to lie down with a police officer knee on my neck. He made me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. How do you not fall behind? Make sure you're following Christ. Make sure that you're praying, you're on your face, asking him what to do next. For me, God invades my dreams. I don't always understand them, but he, but he gives me something to, to contemplate about. Watch this. He restoreth my soul. This is something that we need right now. Some of us need God to restore our soul, and we definitely need him in 2020 to lead us in paths of righteousness because we carry his name. Ah, Brother Greg and everybody else at the Proceeding Word Fellowship will know where I'm going with his name. Yea, though I walk through the valley of Corona, though I walk through the valley of, of Kenosha, Wisconsin, though I walk through the valley of Chicago, Illinois, though I walk through the valley of wherever the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You got to remind yourself that he's with you. I'm not selling you a a, a pipe dream. I'm selling you what gets me through. Um, um, Because he is with me. His rod and his staff comfort me. Let me get to my main point. uh, uh, You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. But how does that oil come out? It has to be crushed. Many of us want the anointing without the crushing. This is also, in my opinion, part of what's happening in this season. In this season, there is a crushing in the world. There is a crushing and those that go through right will come out right. But we gotta gotta go through. Um, let me just hurry up because I, I gotta go. It says, surely watch this, goodness and mercy. This was the main point that I wanted to get to shall follow me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let me just deal with something. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Now, I'm about to say something that some of you guys may not agree with, but if you don't agree with it, that's fine. I love you anyway. Let me put myself back on the screen. I'm on the screen. No longer do I chase blessings. I don't chase blessings. I get positioned for blessings. A guy by the name of Tim Parfait. I was a. Um, I told this story many times, but in my late twenties or early thirties, somewhere around there, uh, I got a phone call to be a sub musician at the Pickett Rucker United Methodist Church in Lebanon, Tennessee. And I believe my 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 homeboy, I call him Granddaddy William Adams, a great friend of mine. I need to I need to reach out to him while I'm gonna get in trouble. But I call him Granddaddy. Ouch! I call him Granddaddy. Ah. And so, what happened was, William knew what I did because I grew up in William's house. 
doing music with his son, my good friend, Quan Eddings. I know it's getting dark in here, but bear with me. Uh, so long story short, I get a phone call by Wim Eddings' wife to come play at the church. So I went to play, and there was a guy in the audience I didn't know. At the time, I was working from my garage, bro brother, uh, from Haiti. I was working from my garage. I was working for a company here in New York, but I was working at my home. I was writing songs for six ki sick kids called the Songs of Love Foundation. And I was giving piano lessons and I had to learn music and ministry. I was struggling. I barely made 40000 a year with a family. I was struggling. But I was praying. I was asking God for the opportunity. But I was just faithful in where he had me. So I showed up one day to church to play. And then I got to talking to this dude that I got introduced to. And he, and he asked me what I did. And I told him. So he came to the house and he saw my computer and saw what I did. He said, man, you can do what I do. I said, well, what do you do? He said, I work for ESPN. I said, shut up. You don't work for no ESPN. He said, I do work for ESPN. So long story short, I turned it down because $40,000 might not be a lot, but that was my 40. I was making it and I didn't want to give up my sure thing <laughs> For something that wasn't a sure thing. And I'm and I'm eight more minutes. So, um, long story short, I finally went to work with him. Over ten years later, I'm traveling the world. I'm up to date. I'm mixing tennis that's seen all over the world. I do all sports. I travel and I do what I've always wanted to do. I chased music down. I chased studio down I and would never break I never got my opportunity but then when I just was found faithful when I simply positioned myself amen when I simply positioned myself let me say that again when I positioned myself I was found faithful and I was set on course to get to this point. But guess what? My, my best days are still behind me. I mean, in front of me. Just like your best days are in front of you. We live in a microwave generation where we think something should come instantly. But I'm not looking for instant church growth. I'm looking for sustainable growth. Because getting there isn't good enough. Staying there. I don't want to get married. I want to stay married. I don't want to get to the finish line. I want to stay to the finish line. I don't just want to break records. I want my records not to be broken. I want sustainability. Right? Um, so this is why we have to stay the course. We can't quit the course. We have to understand where we're going how we're going to get there and what's at the finish line and stay the course stay the course we live in a generation where we quit too much we also live in a generation where we haven't suffered enough to have the type of character that we need and which which is one reason why I'm glad for some of the things that are happening if we go through right we will get the, de the, the desired reflection within ourselves. Christ learned obedience through the things he suffered. Um, you may not believe this, but your suffering leads to sufficiency. Let me say that again. Your suffering does lead to sufficiency. And I know for a season sometimes it can seem unbearable but I promise you if I didn't suffer I wouldn't have got to my wife that I have now if I didn't suffer I wouldn't have the character to be on the road talking about Jesus to y'all on the road while all my co-workers are getting drunk and out kicking it I'm walking around with the Jesus shirt on waiting on somebody to ask me about it so I can tell them about it. I'm not name dropping. 
I'm just dropping knowledge. I'm found faithful. I don't always dot every I and I don't always cross every T. I'm full of flaws. I'm full of mistakes. and But I strive daily to be better than the Casper that I know. I live with myself privately. I know I'm not perfect. I look in the mirror and shake my head every day. I serve a holy God and I'm made in his image and I'm striving to understand him through a life of holiness. But my flesh gets in the way. My flesh gets on my nerves. My flesh is a stumbling block and crucifying my flesh daily does not feel good. But I believe it is through that process that we get favor the favor that says well done God rewards faithfulness because he is a covenant keeper so I know I kind of took the long way around but but one way my friend be found faithful um, I challenge you if you're still watching Gru Soleil to be, I don't know how you say your name but my, my family from Haiti if you're still watching say I'm still watching but I, but I challenge you, if I talk about this too much, I will be on here another 29 minutes. But I challenge you, if you don't understand the topic of tithing, I'd like to talk to you about it more. But talk about it from the, from the aspect of first fruits. Because once we understand giving God first fruits... That's why the tithe is holy unto him. The first of things is holy unto God. We think of tithe as tenth, and so we put a dollar sign amount on it. That's why I don't teach the word tithing. I teach the word tithing, but that's not the perspective I teach it from. I teach it from first fruits. God, my wife is yours first. My life is yours first. My money is yours first. This church is yours first. My gift is yours first. And when we honor God faithfully, God honors us. And we just have to be careful not to not to be like a little kid that say, See, Mama, I ate my vegetables. Can I go outside now? <laughs> no, Mama wants you to get a culture of eating vegetables. You can eat vegetables today get what you want and then stop eating them it's not about eating the vegetables it's about the culture change right so um holiness is a lifestyle not a not a it's not a it's not a uh it's not a monument it's not a one-time thing it's a movement it's a it's a way of being right so um we need to understand these things i hope i said something um um, I don't, and I don't even know if there's any more musicians. Real quick, I'm going to get off of here. Um, bird lives. Bird lives. God bless you, Justin. I don't know what that means. Clarify for me, family. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Bird lives. You been watching Bird Box, man? What you talking about? Larry Bird lives. I don't know what you talking about, family? Hey, come on, all of these great in Washington, D.C. Talk about church musicians, how COVID-19 is affecting you and yours. I mean, I know plenty of musicians who've, uh, one musician in, in, in particular told me he, he's losing about $1,000 a month. But, he's, you know, he's still playing. Uh, I haven't played since March, and I haven't, been, I haven't yet paid nothing. Um, once again, small church, but... Everything's challenging when it's smaller. Uh, I, I mean, they got bills to pay, but I think it's a scenario where they don't have a mortgage for the church, so they're probably in a little bit better financial situation. But it also comes down to you know what you're taking in. The church has had a lot of a lot of members die between March and now. Could have been big givers, could have been small givers, but they're still giving. So anything can affect you calculation of finances in any church. Got a new pastor. What they doing, what they bringing in, how they bringing it in, what they're doing different. I mean, we're, do we're dealing in a digital, it's a digital church. 
And there's some challenges for people who really haven't been doing anything digitally anyway. And they really weren't. They would just put a clip on Facebook and that was it. But to go from that to have to go digitally totally is a whole different thing. And, you know, it's it's a matter of doing something. And then there's a matter of doing something very well. Music plays an important role in even the digital church. Uh, good music can bring about an increase of anywhere between 10 to 15% in offering. So if you look at all the churches that really got the thing nailed down, their music is excellent. Those who, uh, you get what you get. It's different between being so-so and being good or excellent at what you do. So you get what you put into it. All Music Radio Washington, D.C. I just want to talk about COVID-19, how it's affecting the church community as far as musicians and churches and pastors just as well. If you like to listen to our radio station, you can go to www.allmusicradio.org. Hit the listen button 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Hey, look, remember social distancing? Wear your mask. The mask you wear can save your life and somebody else. If you get the vaccine, go ahead and do it. Protect yourself, your family, your friends, your church family, your co-workers, and everybody else that might come in contact with you. From All Music Radio, Washington, D.C., your host, Mike Borton, saying love, peace, joy, and happiness from All Music Radio. Nice, my